Uh, with that, I think I'm just going to read a paragraph out of the AA Big Book, page 53. If people want to follow along, page 53, um, starting with the first paragraph, logic. Paul, you got your book open to 53? Yeah, I can, I, I know this one, yeah. All right, I'm just gonna read one paragraph. All right. All right, it goes like this. Logic is great stuff. We liked it. We still like it. It is not by chance we were given the power to reason, to examine the evidence of our senses and to draw conclusions. That is one of man's magnificent attributes. We agnostically inclined would not feel satisfied with a proposal which does not lend itself to reasonable approach and interpretation. Hence, we are at pains to tell why we think our present faith is reasonable. Why we think it more sane and logical to believe than not to believe why we say our former thinking was soft and mushy when we threw up our hands in doubt and said, we don't know. Great, thanks, Gary. Uh, remember, this is, uh, you know, Paul, nice to see everyone. Just, this is a member's take on the program. It's not an authorized take on the program. It's sort of like uh, offering some shoes, see if they fit. If they do, wear them. Yeah. And here in this reading, uh, it talks about approach and interpretation. Now, if the problem resides in the mind, and these are sort of where interpretations and approaches are <clears throat> made, is in the mind, it could be a reasonable or a logical conclusion that the system of our head is infected with alcoholism. Yeah? And that alcoholism is using logic and, and interpretation to interpret life from a point of view of self. Yeah? And many of us are just extreme versions of self-centeredness run wild. Yeah? And I, this is just a humble opinion, I believe the underlying nature of the causes and conditions are also addictive. Yeah, there's an addiction to being the thinker, the feeler, the, the seer, the hearer, the taster, the doer. And that the irritability, restlessness, and discontent and failure that comes from that leads to us looking for solutions. And for some of those, in some of those solutions, the addiction expresses itself in that way, yeah? So the addiction expresses itself incredibly in the attempt to get out of the addiction, yeah? And we capture that in our community by the statement, self can't get out of self. And I'll tell you, the chapters we read, I never, it just keeps pounding away that self is probably the most used word in the first 164 pages <laughs> i'm pretty sure it is because they're constantly pointing to it and attributing a lot of our malaise and irritability and complete demoralization on it yeah so i would think it would be pretty important to see if there is a relationship with self what is that relationship and maybe the relationship is of one of us with something foreign to us yeah and that foreign to us has so much leeway and influence in life because we're in the act of being identified as it we not we are not doing the act of being identified as it the mental state implies that we are in the act of being identified as self it doesn't even see it as an act we start as self yeah it doesn't give us any time to say, no, I don't want to become a self. Uh, I want to go a different way. It states you are emphatically yourself. And basically the only possibility then, if you're really uncomfortable with that, is to try to get out of it or improve it or rehab it or 
fits circumstances around it. And this is the dilemma, yeah? So why do we have such an allegiance to that which has defeated us? I can only see that we're in a belief of what the mental state has proclaimed, that we are something, and then it just keeps obsessing over that to reinforce the identification of you are, yeah? Now come up with a different diagnosis, and if it's worthy, I'll probably take it, but I haven't heard anything else that even gets close to the recognition this has brought about. So there you go. It moves me to come here. If I was sh selling the same shoe and the same, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I've, there's great people in recovery that know every word and it's broken down what it meant in the 30s when they used it and on and on. Yeah. I don't have that knowledge. I don't have that. Uh, I haven't studied. Yeah, I'm not a professor of this. All I am is an, a recipient of a huge amount of relief from what we call the exact nature of the wrong. Now, to me, I don't care how it happens. I care that it happens. Yeah. So this is what it came up with. Most of this is all reverse engineering. I, 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 I was brought to a relief and it, it from there it told me about the problem because I really I'm so sick and tired of hearing about the problem from the problem seriously <laughs> in my own head in other people's heads I just I mean it just gets boring yeah so this is it you like it you don't like it it doesn't matter at least you heard it yeah that's at least that's the whole point at least you've heard these ideas. To walk around not hearing it, then you, they could be an unsuspecting resource. Yeah. Yeah. And please don't label what you're hearing with the hearer, please. That's the easy way out from not listening. Yeah. I don't like what this guy's wearing or whatever. Fucking, you know, I heard, you know, he went out with a lady with 11 months and 29 days. So basically a newcomer 32 years ago. All right, whatever. Let's say I'm completely disqualified already. Hallelujah. Then hear the freaking message. Yes. And apply it to where you are. You're not, you're not inviting me over to your house. Just have, be there with the message, not the messenger. Yeah. So I see this as, as a way of deterring from some information that could be valuable. It's like the oldest move in the book you know i'm gonna judge what i'm hearing because i don't like the hero yeah great go ahead what's beautiful about that it's gonna fail so much you'll maybe finally get it and that's its value yeah now here we're just hoping to save everyone time yeah so yeah so let me read this uh thing kerry presented so logic is great stuff. We liked it. We still like it. It is not by chance we were given the power to reason. But what's directing, what's directing that power is the important thing. Yeah, And I truly believe the state of being directed is the state. Now, what can be different is what's directing us. But we're going to be directed. Yeah? <laughs> I just, you know, we're going to be directed in this life. Now, and so... Let's just like the trust is this is trust is used in the two polarities of the invitation. It says trusting, you know, the finite self or trusting the infinite. The, the two possibilities are finite self infinite, but the same energy is what's going to make the difference. Yes. The energy is the same is it put if it's put in the finite self. It will make a lot of shit out of nothing, really. If it's put into the infinite, find out. Most of us have. That you have a sense of a conscious presence. You're feeling new power flow in. Basically, you're awake to being awake right now. Yeah? So the point is, is that trust. The point is, what's directing the reason? Yeah? So if the parasite is directing our reason... We're going to find there's no reason to suspect what it's saying. <laughs> Even though it's failed us miserably, 
keeps keeps leading us to places we don't want to go, we keep relying on that GPS. Why is that? I can the only way I can see that to continue with all the evidence against it is a cherishing up in some way we're identified as it. Yeah. Or we would have kicked it out. It's just like what people will put up with when one of their kids do, is doing something that they wouldn't put up with anyone else doing it. But they'll put it up because there's a certain love about that child that changes your perspective. And sometimes it isn't, doesn't make it helpful. Yeah. Well, this is what they call in, recover, in Buddhism cherishing self. There's a love with this idea. Even no matter how bad we're going, it's us going. <laughs> we don't care how many views we get. It's just the one view, ours, is the key. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I don't know. Well, so this is, and this is where in we agnostics. So, yes. This is one of man's magnificent attributes. Yeah, we agnostic, and it can go either way, can it? By what's directing us. The attribute can be helpful to ourselves and others, or it could make us live in a state of being, having contempt prior to investigation. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same energy. Uh, hence, we are at pains to tell why we think our present faith is reasonable. See, this was the beginning of AA. You never, you're not going to go through this with a person now, are you? You're going to, if they don't want it, they don't want it. But back then, they were trying to present this new idea, and they wanted to make sure Every door that was possibly there to enter it, it was open. Yeah. So they they went to great pains to just present it as easy and as open as possible. Now, would you put it up? Would you sit for like three hours listening to someone's reason and try to cuddle them into going to a meeting? Fuck it. It doesn't work. Yeah. You don't want it. You don't want it. Find out the greatest convincer is life itself. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going to keep getting the same results. Yeah. End of story. I don't feel like we're missionaries. <laughs> you know what I mean? Playing a Catholicism on like a native indigenous country, you know, people. <laughs> See how that worked. That didn't work that well. Yeah, this is, this is attraction, not promotion. So, but there they were trying to open the doors. They had never been open, yeah? They had a solution, and they wanted to be able to have it be approached any way possible, and they went to great pains to, to present it that way. But I don't believe, as the program went on, that most people practiced this incredible open generosity to people that were unwilling and completely uninterested in it. They knew life was the greatest teacher. Yeah. So uh let, let me finish there. And then and the final thing is we throw up our hands and said we don't know, which is funny because in Zen that's like the highest form of mind. Don't know. <laughs> Isn't that the way I love that? attitude because then you're in the position of finding out yeah there's going to be very little interest in finding out if you think you already know it just doesn't go that well so this program to me really shows you you that you have no fucking idea what's going to happen you don't even know why why it happened and what's what did happen yeah you've been in the dark so we admit that, and then the light occurs. Yeah. It looks like it's coming through, but I believe it's coming from us. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's uh, my little riff on it today. Again, the primary point of this platform is just seeing uh, the exact nature of the wrong. And you can look at page 64 
I think it's the second or the third paragraph, a simple sentence you could take as uh, the instructions on how to do an inventory, looking at resentments, not as yours, but as manifestations of self in one's life. I go for that much better than the old way I was taught, which is these are my resentments, my fears. It didn't work that way. So there you go. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome, Paul. Hey, um, just to let my everyone know or not. Yeah, I got to oh, leave. Sure. I got to take my car in uh, at like nine o'clock. So Judith is driving me to the garage to drop my uh, my beautiful Toyota Camry off to get the oil change. So someone else will take over. I'm going to try to log on my phone, Paul. But no, that was a great reading. You know, I don't pretend to know. Oh, shit. Sorry. All right, with that, I'm gonna pass. All right, yeah. All right, Mike, are you running it now, Stacy? <laughs> yeah, any, any yeah. questions for Paul today, please use the raise hand feature or wave at the screen and we'll get you unmuted and come on, uh, have you come in and share with us or ask Paul a question. Paul, I, I did have something that I'd like to, um, that I'd, I'd like to bring and that is, um, so earlier this week, I had a friend, he called me and he's like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, oh, I guess I'm, I'm doing okay. And um, he said, well, what are you doing? And I go, <laughs> I was honest. I said, nothing, I'm not doing anything, you know? Um, I'm in my lazy state. And he's like, oh no. And I was like, well, what do you mean, oh no, you know? And he's like, oh, don't you don't wanna rest on your laurels. And, uh, yes. And, and, and I was like, oh, okay. And then, and then on Tuesday at the meeting, there was this kind of a theme about, you know, um, uh, that you, you'd mentioned that you had to tell one of your sponsees at one time that, you know, stop doing inventory because it's, it's, it, it's just, just too much self creeping in there. And then last night I was at the meeting and it was an awesome solid meeting last night. And, and I was thinking about this level of, um, the intersection between resting on your laurels and being chilled out. You know, um, I don't want to be a, I don't want to, I mean, I was a slave to alcohol and to drugs. I don't want to necessarily be a slave to the 12 steps into recovery. And um, you said something last night um, and, it, and it was, I had to write it down. It was like, I need nothing. Now, could you talk to me a little bit about where that, like that intersection of like, Hey, you know what? I went through the 12 steps of recovery. Um, I'm not resting. Yes, so I get it. I okay. All right. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Thanks. I get it. Yeah. See, first of all, and this is from the experience. We seem to have had to push at the beginning. Yeah. Then the car fired up and then we got in it. And then after a while, the momentum of recovery is as it's described on page 84, which is the, you know, you'll see that this, these things are happening without any thought or effort on your part. That's what you would, if you looked at it, it would look like you're doing nothing, but a lot is being done to you and through you, yes? So in the beginning, there's a lot of pushing but if, as it goes on, the effects of definitely describing there's been a momentum and it's now doing its own little thing, yes? And this is, I feel sometimes the fear of what, what could have happened when we were younger in AA is still lingering as we keep promoting shit as we're going through more in AA, yeah? Yes? And I think it's a good warning, but in specific times, but not as a banner, yeah? Don't rest on your laurels. Resting on, it's because they're not your laurels anyway. And if something is providing you laurels and it's, it's, it's advice is to do nothing, then doing something about the laurels is making them your laurels, yes? And are they yours? No. Isn't something doing for you what you couldn't do for yourself? And it describes it. It seems that no 
you know, human power could actually change this thing we have to be rid of, which is self. And your actions and shit aren't going to do it either. And look at, describe the promises on, and then the descriptions of effects before, you know, the 10th step. It says the problem will not exist for us. You did not produce that and you are not uh, maintaining it. Yeah. You're in the habits of being sober and that allows what's maintaining it to keep maintaining it. Yeah. So, yes. I see there's some value in it, but not as a blanket statement. I think it's just the self, just uh, throw, casting a shadow on recovery, to tell you the truth. And it's something you'll know. If, you're, if you ask the higher power to tell you, am I resting on my laurels or not? And you've listened to it, you'll hear something, yes? And you'll know when to go and you will know when to stop. You'll know when to push hard and when not, and, or when to yield. Something's directing us, you know, the, what, how you pick up the directions become more intimate over 30 something years than the first week. Yeah, of being directed, yes? Yeah. Yeah, no, no one has plotted a course of how it's going to look like how you're traveling in 20, 30 years. The most they had at that point was four years of sobriety when the book was written. Yeah. Yeah. None of them had none, none of them plotted a course of what it would look like after 50 years of being under this influence. Yeah. You may realize you're not even lifting a finger and you're going like 30 knots. Yes. So, yeah. I see there's a warning. It's not meant for everyone. If you feel, if it lands, then look at it. If it doesn't just keep sailing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. You, you well, know who, that... you know, who wants to live in an atmosphere of fear even no. 30 years later? I'm not into that at all. No. It's like tithing to the old king while you're living in a new kingdom. I'm just not into it. Yeah. You know how everyone sometimes they describe an effect and then they 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 uh, box it in an old way by saying, but, oh, I felt so this and that, but, and there you go. There's the old way being brought into the new way. I'm so, it's so fucking old. It's, it's just like, oh, I feel incredible right now, but what will I do next week? I don't know. <laughs> why not i feel like next week would be a lot better off if you weren't in it now <laughs> i think now would be the appropriate place to be well how do i do that you're in it what <laughs> there's nothing to do you're already reached the goal you're in now <laughs> yeah next week i i don't know yeah So yeah, I see the intention and it's beautiful. I used to go to a, meetings and if this one person was there, anytime I shared, he would share after me as a rebuttal to what I would say, yeah? In the fear that it was infecting newcomers. It was amazing. Sometimes I shared just, just for the fun of, even if he was in the bathroom, he would rush out to get his arm up, yeah? It was amazing. I watched it, I'm going, wow. What a weird effect I'm having on people or this message is having on people. Did I ever rebut him? No, <laughs> man. If his, if his is valid, it'll stand on its validity. It doesn't need to be fenced in and protected with a fucking moat and a wall. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is an idea. See if it works. You don't have to take it. This isn't, this isn't forced. You know, <laughs> uh, I swear it was funny. I swear <laughs> what ha would happen when I would be in a meeting sometimes. It would be fucking incredible. <laughs> uh, the heretic, the radical cleric. <laughs> 
That was one of the names I had, the radical cleric. <laughs> non Buddha Paul, non-self Paul. Once you're named, you're pretty much neutered. Yeah, seriously. That's why we put out our website to get to get in touch with other people in recovery outside my little village because I had already been characterized so much that there was not what are they gonna hear? Yeah. All they heard was it's Buddha Paul. <laughs> it's all okay, bro. It is, yeah. Truth stands the test of time. It does. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, yeah, rest on your laurels. To me, resting on your laurels is all rooted in the your, yeah? If they're your laurels, I would be concerned, yeah. But if you're resting on laurels of something that did for you what you couldn't do for yourself, I would luxuriate in that. <laughs> I would make it my nest, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when do you real when do you realize you're caught in a current and stop rowing? When? <laughs> when? You know, <laughs> you're not speeding it up. You're actually slowing it down. Doesn't it sound like when they describe the effects around page eighty three, eighty four? Your thought or effort, which is all of you, is not needed yeah it's done a, it, it happens without any thought or effort on your part <laughs> don't you think that can become the norm the new norm or do you want to keep it as an exotic phenomena and keep the same old same old as what actually goes on ordinarily or can't we have that the extraordinary replace the ordinary yeah that a high level would be resting on laurels a high level of receptivity to the message would be resting on laurels. No, let's drag it back to the old way. Yeah. But at least they, we can't get 100% of relief. It's, it's got to be like tainted with 2% of fear. You know what I mean? Shoot it up. It's like when they used to tell you, uh, this is pure coke. There's no fucking pure coke. There would always be cut to some level. Yes. If you shot pure coke, you'd be dead probably. So, oh, this is pure coke. Yeah. Okay. There's always something in it. Yeah. Relief with butt. <laughs> Ooh, like a boogeyman. <laughs> oh, this is your, this is your wedding night. Ooh, but there's a boogeyman in the closet. You're on a pink cloud, but you're going to get evicted at any moment. I don't, I don't know. I'm tired of that view. I am, really. I mean, life is too short to carry that with us, really. That, like, that, is it called healthy anxiety? I don't know. It's just weird. Uh because we feel like if we will really get brazen, a giant foot from the sky is going to squish us. So we keep, you know, tithing to the old employer. Oh, yes, but, you know, you share. Oh, I'm so, but I'm still as crazy as everyone here. Don't hear, yeah, I'm still one of us. Yeah. <laughs> You want to be the mayor of the asylum or you want release from the asylum? Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Just tell the truth. It's all right. Something wants to be the mayor of the asylum. It's not you. Yeah. Far out. I don't want any of the inmates to get upset with me. So I'm not talking about sanity. I'll talk about sanity with book ended by fear and anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> When is something in place that doesn't promote anxiety concerning it? How many years of riding this current would it take for you to pull the aura? Yeah.
Yeah, Michael, yes. So I love them all. I don't take some of the warnings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, what is fun. what is the greatest laurel? Living sober. Yeah. Is that a yeah. stagnant activity? Of course not. More gets revealed. It says it right in our vision for us. This higher power is constantly revealing shit to us. Does it say if we're working really hard and sweating? And <laughs> no, it yeah. says it's constantly revealing stuff to us. Yeah, yeah. So you, you brought up an interesting uh, idea for me is that, is that if, if I rested on the laurel of the higher power, then, then that's almost like a demonstration of what God can do through me. Well, it is, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I would say it's a more appropriate response than claiming ownership of it, even if it's partial ownership of it. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I think after 34 years of being sober, you're, you're in a state of resting on laurels, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you catch a wave, you don't keep paddling. No. When you're surfing, when right. you catch a wave, you can't, you, you have to paddle. And it matters the more you know the, the surf and how it breaks, the less paddling. That's part of the growth. Yeah. You paddle to a certain point. If you keep paddling, uh, it ruins it. So you paddle and then you feel like a momentum in the water and you stop and now you're on the wave. Yeah. Even though it's not cresting yet and breaking, you're on the wave. You stop. Your propulsion was a little push and then you're in its propulsion. And that's riding the wave. The emphasis isn't on you. It's on the wave. It's not you riding the wave. It's riding the wave. Yeah. That's exactly what would happen every day. I'd be out there. You'd see that you could see something coming, the formulation of the wave. You try to get in position, or if you were good, you'd be in position because you know how that place breaks. And then you would push off like a couple of paddles with the fins, and then well, you're right. And then as soon as you felt that oomph that wasn't of your own making, you let go and you rode the wave. It's a perfect example of I feel how the how living sobriety occurs, yeah? Yeah. If you keep, if you keep, you can't ride the wave while you're paddling the wave, yeah? You can't stand up, you can't let go, yeah. Whatever. It's a, it's a subtle thing, yeah? Because some people, they could take that as a healthy warning. I don't think it's a perfect, I don't think it's like, a, it's not like a universal warning, yes? Yeah? Right. Yes. So that's my feeling about it. Today, yeah. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Are you on the wave? Yes. Do you trust the wave or do you trust you? Uh, how will I know that? Well, if you're still paddling, you're trusting you. Right. If you're riding, you're trusting the wave. There's the evidence, yeah? Yeah. Thank you. It gave me old uh, visuals of surfing. That's nice. I, I like to return there. Yeah. Yeah, bodyboarding. I love bodyboarding too, Paul. It's fun. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll use this again now. <laughs> I think it's an apt description of of when to push and when not to push. Yeah, when you feel that new power flowing in, doesn't isn't that uh, doesn't that bring about a relief? I don't feel like it's a call to arms. It's like at ease. Yeah, yeah. It's a demonstration you're in good hands. So you don't have to have this fucking army posture. 
Yeah, it's, it's more relaxed. Yes, obviously, because you're not relying on you. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's the whole premise of recovery, isn't it? Right. <laughs> Turning our will and life over to the care of higher power and then watch it obsessively to see how it's going. No, that doesn't sound, I don't think that's in the, the second sentence of that step, is it? No. 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 <laughs> no. Turn your life and will over to the care of a higher power. All right. I feel the I feel the momentum of that wave. All right. What's the appropriate thing? Stop paddling. But I'm afraid. Yes, I know. Keep stop paddling. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Okay, we have Bruce. He has his hand raised. Perfect timing. Bruce, come on in. Okay, there's no one else has their hand up. Uh, yeah, interesting. I remember boating up the Hudson River one time as you know, young. We were behind a great big barge, so we tried to pass it, pass over the. We had to pass over the wake of the barge, and we couldn't do it. It was too uphill, so we just let off the throttle and backed off to where the wake had lessened. And I don't know, just as you're sharing, Paul and Mike, um, I knew a fellow, he ran Veritas Villa, he had over 60 years. Um, just the, the, the kind of welcoming, like, you know, with Bill and Bob, I mean, Bob, perfect example. I mean, it was always the welcome, you know, regardless, you know, how many times, whatever. So not, you know, it's not the other, it's, and then you mentioned not through me, from me. Um, yeah, I used to get the long pink clouds in the beginning and it was always, well, it's gonna end, it's gonna end. Well, the, fine, but I'm gonna enjoy it while it lasts. Um, and then the, the doing, the doing nothing. How can you do, I'd be doing, the doing of nothing. <laughs> I am doing, nothing um so yeah it's kind of almost i don't know things just seemed <laughs> to be floating away um of course uh being in the in, in the here and now with with sharing with all of you my uh is as close as i can get to it thanks thanks bruce yes yep See, the point is the strength of the doing seen as an un inconvertible, incontested uh, truth that there's a doer. Uh, you don't go through that hallway. You see that you're not the one that's doing. Yeah. Because people, when they hear that they're not the doer, they don't believe there's any doing or that's what it comes up and it causes an illogical whack of this logic <laughs> that we're talking about today. So it's basically stepping up, up um, taking another step back and not seeing, not being concerned about the doing, but asking, am I the doer? Because there's a sense of doership arises for sure, but am I that? And that's worked in me. That's the one that, that taking that extra step was, uh, was hit pay dirt, so to speak. Yeah. Like somebody, we were talking last night in a, about the Bodhisattva prayer. I don't, I'm confused about it. It's been a long time, but you know, I'm not leaving until everyone else leaves. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the head has a field day with that. <laughs> Just much rather step back and and see who is it that has a field day with that. It's not me. Who is it that feels completely uh, daunted by that statement? Not me. Yes. Don't get into the statement itself. Just go into the subjective interpretation or re reaction to it. That's where I find value. Yeah, in traveling lighter. Yeah, yeah. with or without yeah. taking any vow. Yeah. 
Yes. Okay, thank yeah. you. So, yeah. We're sharing here what's worked in this experiment, Paul, yeah? I don't know how it will work for you, but I figure the relief I'm having from is the same we're all seemingly being uh, obsessed around. So I feel pretty confident that this message is a universal one. It's not my unique head. I think it's the way the head works. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a tricky little devil, but if you get its dance steps down, you'll see that dance step is basically all it does. <laughs> it just... <laughs> okay, so yeah. there's like, there's, there's nothing bringing me here now. I, I always am here now. Well, yeah, exactly. And nothing can bring you out of here now. Right, yeah. Yeah. So something, the head lives on the speculation that it's out of the moment. Right. And now right. it's into the moment. And the problem is you've just gone on a wild goose chase. The thing is, <laughs> have you ever been out of any moment? And obviously you haven't. So why the hell are you trying to get into something you can't be out of? Right. right. Yeah. You see the insane logic of the head. Yeah. That's not your logic. The logic of the head is mistaking in and out. It thinks it's out of something it wants to be in, and it thinks it's in something it wants to be out. They're both mistakes. Yeah. The loco, loco motion. Loco, well, you go. loco. <laughs> I mean, something has, in a sense, already won if it has you believing you're out of something that you cannot be out of something. Yeah. So basically to double down on that and have the have you driven to get into it is it's like a, a little bit of it's like getting run over twice by the same car. It seems a little abusive, no matter how you look at it. Yeah. So it has you believing you're out of the moment. I'm out of the moment. <laughs> that you can get into the moment. And both of them uh you can't get in of in what you're not out of and you can't get out of what you're not in this is the <laughs> dilemma so it's 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 i it's compass has south as north and north as south <laughs> well one more little little thing i was watching um an interview with david godman by a, a certain someone of a certain group and i heard michael's name brought up uh that he had i think suggested that they try to make a connection and having, and John also wasn't, uh, uh, gave me a different out, well, on a clearer outlook on those people as individuals. Um, like there's nothing to contest. Um, so there's this feeling of attraction I, I'll say, uh, you know, as a person, uh, otherwise I wouldn't be, you know, at this meeting. It was a little strange. It wasn't listed on the, but I figure out oh, what the hell, try pressing the Saturday just to see what happens, you know? <laughs> In the habit of attending the, these meetings. Oh, they're having a meeting with, and uh, oh, this, this is news to me. What, what was going on? <laughs> this meeting here is listed on the website that. as the Saturday <laughs> meeting. <laughs> There's I'm no Thursday trouble. meeting. <laughs> so we're not here. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, yeah, Bruce, be there's going to be hell to pay for that. <laughs> it's it's the same Zoom ID number, Bruce. Uh. <laughs> we're going to have to look at this then bitch lap. Uh, what kind of meetings were happening, unbeknownst to the the. Uh, the, what is it? The titular head of Zen bitch lap, <laughs> without their knowledge. It sounded. You got to preserve like, your brand, Paul. What? 
You got to protect your brand. <laughs> My brand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, the only thing that actually bothers me is I heard it on Zen Bitch Lap, and if I don't agree with it, that I don't like, actually. Seriously. <laughs> That's the only thing. If I hear heard it on Zen Bitch Lap, and it's not what we're attempting to put out, then, um, yeah, that bothers me a little bit. But who does it bother? Yeah. You know, there's, it's difficult enough because a lot of times every message is seen as the same message, but they're quite different a lot because of the emphasis. Yeah. Some emphasize nothing as a goal or as something that can be attained. And some emphasize the negation of that which would believe it's a goal and something to attain. They're quite different messages. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll take care of all that later. <laughs> I scared Bruce there for a second. All right. All right, Michael. Thanks, Bruce. All right. Thanks, Bruce. Um, uh, and uh, Bill, you're up. Come on in. Thanks, Michael. Um, hey, Paul. Uh, I just wanted hey. to <clears throat> jump in and uh, express my appreciation for the message today that, that we're you're putting out there about the resting on the laurels and and thank Michael for bringing that topic up because that's been one in in uh, in the journey of recovery here that uh, it, it's it's always been a uh, I, I just I just appreciate that you talking about it. Um, because, you know, I used to hear things in AA from people that have been in AA a long time that, uh, I mean, like 30 years, that recovery is like being on an escalator that's going downhill. And if you don't keep striving and working really hard, you're just going to go straight to hell, basically, right? And I, and I was like, but that's not my experience because I didn't even get myself sober and I'm not keeping myself sober. There's something doing for me. And it was just it was just refreshing to hear the, the topic talked about. And at, at one point in, in the journey, uh, I was even going to start a group called the La the Laurel Patch for everybody who in recovery who just wants to chill out and relax and be recovered from a power greater themselves, right? Mm -hmm. But I, yeah. I thought it might give a wrong wrong impression to new people or something. But um, yeah, I, I just wanted to just uh, jump in and and say how much I appreciated hearing you. Uh, expound on that a little bit and also your metaphor about the surfing that's that i have to say i got so excited when i heard you talk about that because that was like a metaphor that popped into my head years ago um that's just what it's like it's like all we do maybe give a couple paddles and then it's the wave that takes us and you just yes. stay on the wave there's something just doing it and um so yeah, in the future, if you're going to use that metaphor, I I owned it first. So uh, oh. <laughs> no, but I I just got I I haven't heard it for a while. I used to always use that with people, you know. It, it seems so so perfect with it. You know? Well, what's beautiful, you can be sure it didn't come from India. This is one. This is a home <laughs> example. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool, but. Uh, yeah, I just want to show my, you know, just say how much I appreciate it here and all that. Because I, I don't, I don't get this message too much in the local village, as you, uh, as you might say. Yeah. You know, so it's good to be yes. here. Yeah. Well, remember, we used to use another one where the card, the old car dies. And you've had an old car for a while, so you know it's going to die. So you have some gas in the trunk and stuff. And you have your friend, he opens up the hood and uh, you say, hey, to get the gas and you put a couple of drops of gas in the carburetor and then kick it in and see if it starts. Yeah. And then if it if it turns over, you don't pour more gas into the carburetor that will flood it. Yeah. So you put the, the amount that's needed for that engine to go off. That's what's determining how much gas you put in, not the gas. Yeah. But if the carburetor, if the if the 
engine tri uh, triggers, yeah? As soon as the engine triggers, if you put more gas in it, you flood it. This is simple in a way. And hope, and this has a lot to do with sponsorship, yeah? To be able to let people know, you know, that the way has many ways, yeah? The way of recovery has ways of expression, not different principles, but at different expressions of the same principles, yeah? Yeah, and to find what you're attracted to, if you can, and then go that way because, a lot of times people feel a need to leave AA because they feel like they're being invalidated their own experience of recovery, yeah? Which is a shame because uh, the umbrella is big enough to hold all of us, yeah? It's not, a, it's not, it's either this or that, it's both in a way. What works for you may not work for someone else, yeah? Yeah. So, that's that's the, the the lineage tree of sponsorship. Yeah, each sponsor may have a different feeling, not different principles, but different feelings about it, and what to emphasize or what not to emphasize. So if one doesn't work for you, you go to another one until you have your own recovery, so to speak, or your experience of it. And yeah, you can hear warnings and advice but you may not take them yeah mm -hmm. not because you're stubborn and you're resting on your laurels is because something else has demonstrated or expressed itself differently to you and you have a faith in that and you're going to follow that it doesn't set off a war with the clampets and everything else it's just basically there's a lot of diversity in this huge umbrella of recovery yeah I don't choke someone else who says you got to be like in a boot camp for the rest of your life. I don't jump up in the room and choke them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever goes, I don't care. But it's the, what I care about is having the right to hear stuff. Yeah. To hear ideas. Because if you don't hear the idea, you'll never entertain that possibility. Sometimes that's how we get to some possibilities is by new ideas. New ideas in, in, in the umbrella of recovery, yeah? So, yeah, that's and how this, I see it. Yeah, this, this platform here has been so helpful for, for me because at one time in the past, I was just like what you just described. I felt like my experience just doesn't fit here anymore in the in the umbrella that I was kind of, mm, what, what that I thought I was, that was being expressed there at, at a lot of meetings. And um, being here and hearing this message from, from this platform, it, it, it is, it, I just got to tell you, it's been very helpful for me hearing what you say about it and similar experiences in your, your recovery, you know, and uh, yeah, it's just been helpful uh, knowing uh, you're not, I'm not alone in this, this kind of experience in, in the recovery uh, uh, journey, you can call it. That. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, uh, it's going to be hard to stay in somewhere where you're feeling your experience is invalidated. Right. I mean, uh, and I've seen a lot of people leave because they didn't feel they could get what they needed in AA anymore. And I felt, let's just bring it back. So no one has to leave AA. You know what I mean? What better people to bring it back uh, than uh, people that have been here for a while? Yeah? AA has, AA isn't rigid. It's elastic. It's like how, why Buddhism works is because it's organic. It grows with the culture and the society it's introduced to. Yeah? It doesn't have a rigid mind thing. And I don't believe AA has truly a rigid or arthritic uh, posture. I think it grows, yeah? Yeah, so yeah. that growth or that space leaves room for a lot of ideas and a lot of ways to express the same principles. It's great, yeah? We had our, used to have a, a meeting in recovery in the city, San Francisco, and 
in a, a lot of young people lived in this area called the Mission, and it would be set up like a talk show. So if you were the speaker, you would be like visiting Johnny Carson and then all the people who was just done like a, a game show. It was great. It was AA. The people who set it up, they were they had their format and everything. And they were they were presenting up the primary point, but in a whole different package. It was sort of cool. Yeah. And yeah. the the uh yeah, it was just great. They had a wheel, they spun and you, Wherever it landed, that would be the topic of the discussion, you know, surrender or fucking resentment. It was great. And they had the they had a lady like the lady that puts up the word, the, the letters on Jeopardy or whatever that is, not Jeopardy, something. The uh thing with yeah, they'd have the wheel of fortune, they'd have the lady, they'd have the MC. It was great. <laughs> you were the guest speaker. I still, I don't know, I may have lost it by now. I got a, a unique thing from them. They would give these medallions, unique medallion I thought was pretty cool. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the message was there, clear as day. The presentation was in, it was good and it got a lot of people involved. They had to build the wheel of fortune. They had to do all this shit. It was great, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. You know, Kathleen and I were just talking the other day about the gratitude, how grateful we feel like about the pandemic coming along, which evolved into like more Zoom meetings, which evolved into this platform we have right here and hearing the message that are that are put forth are like, something is doing for us what I mean, the whole thing we didn't I didn't do this like Bill and yeah. Kathleen, we didn't sit here thinking this, but Boy, what a great blessing it is because it hearing, I don't know, hearing it here, it it, it it just it gives more fertilizer to what I've what I've what somehow I've known. It's just I don't know. It's just really and then isn't it helpful. beautiful the things we vaguely hope for, whatever, actually come to pass. And to have the eyes to recognize that. Like in my feeling in AA, I didn't like you know, I would share an AA meeting, but it would be drowned out quickly, you know, a lot of the times. And maybe I had a vague uh, discomfort about that. And it manifested in this platform that I didn't set up, our friend David did, to speak twice a week on the same and have the same basic platform, the exact nature of the wrong. What a gift. Incredible gift. It, it was exactly... You couldn't have imagined a better uh, possibility than to have a platform like this and to be able to put it out with a lot of other, without a lot of other competing things going on. Yeah. Yeah. So I have the eyes to see that that has come to pass. It's great. I have a lot of gratitude for that. So, well, listen, anyone else, Mike? Because no, I don't see any of their hands up at this time, Paul. Well, let's let's say goodbye, eh? All righty. Everyone, Bill, thank you. And uh, I know the date was, it. this meeting wasn't on the Zoom. I'll try to look at the Zoom schedule and see what needs to be corrected. Try to get it done. All right, so Bill, nice to see you. Mike, as always, thank you. We got John in Florida. We got Kathleen, happy Chris in Massachusetts. Uh, there she is, the matriarch of Madeira, Mickey. She's holding, she holds the rudder of all the little launches we have. Yes, very good. She looks like she's doing it effortlessly. Yeah, but a lot's happening. That's the beauty of it. We got. My friend in France, nice to see Joseph. Nice to see you, my friend. Alex and Jacob, I guess in the Hudson Valley. Yeah, yeah. We got Miranda, uh, very, very nice, Miranda. Nice to see you. We got Giselle from Las Vegas. I think she's uh, she's left the room. Bruce, as always, I thank you for your participation. Keith from Portland, nice to see you, Keith. Uh, Kerry, 
Hawaii, always a pleasure. Nina, there she is. Uh, we got Jeff P from Southern Cal, Steve from San Diego, Chris from Mammoth Lakes, hope he's warm there. Amy in Seattle, always a pleasure. Uh, hey, thanks, thanks uh, someone else. Oh no, there we go. Hey, thank you so much. And again, just go to the website. Saturday here will be a live meeting, but a one o'clock Zoom uh, Pacific time. The meeting will be based on the other topic that we speak about. <laughs> uh, they obviously have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Hey, I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mike, again. Yeah. Thanks, Bye, everyone. Thanks, Thanks Paul. Paul. Thank you, Michael. Bye. Bye.